following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Hi, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Colts fans. Are there still any? I'm thinking about turning in my badge, maybe. I don't know. In Bill Lions land. <laughs> the, the, the Detroit Bills look pretty good. Yeah. Yep. Sure did. They beat the uh, the Browns. Good old Browns. They're a little handsy there on the sidelines with them, though. A little bit. A little handsy. A little handsy. Be a lot more handsy in two weeks when Deshaun comes back. <clears throat> Oof. <laughs> By God. Uh, we are we are coming off of the heels today of another um Colts loss that has defined, in my opinion, the Chris Ballard era, in my opinion. A lead blown in the fourth quarter uh, against a superior team, undoubtedly so. Uh, this has happened countless times, whether it's been Frank Reich on the field uh, or head coaching, whether it's obviously been Jeff Saturday. Uh, but the Colts blew another uh, game by one point, mind you, to an sure. NFC East team. It happened the same way, basically the same way. I think the same score, too. Same score? Yeah. Same exact score, 17-16. to Um same way as it happened against the commanders a couple weeks ago. I don't know what to say anymore. I'm at a loss of words. My spirit has been crushed. I'm uh, I, I just, I don't, I don't fucking get it anymore. I don't. I don't. Well, I went into yesterday's game thinking we're going to beat them. You know, too. Uh, no, Eagles aren't as good as everyone says says they are. You know, we're coming off that high of uh, uh, beating the Raiders. We looked capable, and I knew that our defense could slow down Jalen Hurts and that offense. I knew it. I knew it in my mind. Our defense is going to show up. We're going to win. I went in there just, and I'm Team Tank. I am definitely Team Tank. Knowing, all right, I, I want a quarterback for next year. But I went into yesterday's game thinking, no, we're this is a game that we'll win. Um, 
And after that first drive, I was like, yep, see, look, we're going to win. We're going to win. At half, I was still 100% confident. We're going to win. We're going to win. As soon as they scored on that quarterback draw, I said, nope, that's it. We're not coming back. There's no way our offense can go can come back and, and go down the field. And all we needed was a field goal. I was like, nope, there's no, no chance. And yeah. I was I was right. It was just <sighs> it's the same old thing, though, right? That's a feeling that you've had many times, though, over the last couple of years. It's it stinks. It stinks. I, I mean, after last week, again, they, they gave us hope. They, they fired Reich. Saturday won. Maybe we are good. I was trying to be trepidatious a little bit. I said, hey, it was the Raiders. They're not that great. Our offensive line looked better because the Raiders have no pass rush. Again, don't put the cart for the horse. Don't get too hopeful. But here I am before the Eagles game. Yeah, we're going to win this one. We're going on a run. We're going to make the playoffs. And we didn't. I really thought that was probably our toughest matchup remaining. Um, And if we can get past the Eagles, then who's going to stop us? But. I just. What's wrong with our offense? It's besides the offensive line. That's it. That's the thing. It it is the offensive line. There's Matt Ryan not throwing the ball more than 15 yards. I mean, I don't want to jump back and forth on where I think Matt Ryan goes again. He was pressured a lot yesterday. Um, He has to make quick decisions and quick, quick things happening. I watched most of the game. I had to go to work at three o'clock and even still, I was hiding in the closet at target, the the card attendant closet to watch the game and follow it. Uh, He didn't have time to think again. All right. That's, that's the, that's the, that's the thing. All right. We knew what Matt Ryan was. We knew what he's capable of. We knew the, what we thought we were giving him. It's the same thing Frank Reich preached right before the uh, right when they benched him a couple of weeks ago. The false bill of goods. Um, it, it's, I mean, it, it's it's astounding. It's ridiculous that uh, you know the Colts struggled that you know had continually struggled that bad at that part of the game. I thought with Matt Pryor getting hospitalized that we were going to be all right. And unfortunately, and as grim as fucked up as that sounds, uh, unfortunately, it just, just was not to be. You got a rookie lineman in uh, Bernard Ryman making, like, literally drive-killing fucking penalties. Yeah, he had a bad day. Another bad, bad day. day. Another bad day. Oh, he's going to have a bright future in the NFL someday. I think he had two or three just drive-killing like we would have had a, I think with the plays that he did now, we had like first downs or significant gains. Yeah, the holds are bad. And and that's like that shit. You can't, you just can't overcome. Like it's hard to overcome that stuff. And you know, Will Fries, he he got pushed in there for a little bit. He did okay, but like it, it's just it just sucks because you know. Again, I'm gonna take it back to Ballard. I know you 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 know you like Ballard and stuff. Um, I have very, very mixed feelings on him. Um, he just, it, the, oh, the Super Bowl window's not open yet. It's not open yet. No, not open yet. That's been his thing for the last, you know, the four previous seasons. And I just like, well, you're the guy who's got to open it for us. 
you you're the ones who has to get the these these players these talents um that opens things up i i was listening to indie radio again today that's it seems to make you feel better after a loss um the eagles got beat on the ground last week right washington brian robinson do got shot twice in the knees and came back and he just he's been killing it this year he's been having a really great year they knew that they had rushing uh, rushing defense issues, and they went and signed Linval Joseph and Adamican Sue to help it. What has Chris Ballard done to help boost things in the moment at certain positions that we are struggling at? That's the difference between a Philadelphia Eagles team and an Indianapolis Colts team. Ballard was quoted saying months ago that roster building does not stop, start and stop in March and April. And, you know, with the draft and the opening of free agency, it's all year long. The guys who I see him sign, all right, they're on and they're bouncing on and off the practice squad, all right, throughout the season. But there's I mean, got to be people out there. Is there? Look, at who, who, would, who else would you want? I mean, listen, the Eagles has got two really, really good defensive tackles. I know it's 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 a position by position thing, but they just got two defensive tackles that are the reason that Jonathan Taylor could not get going. Yeah, right? I they mean, stuffed as Jonathan soon as Taylor. Sue and Joseph got in there, it just it stopped everything. Once they were in there together, right. that's right. I mean, it, it it's it stopped them cold. But I have a feeling if the Eagles weren't seven and zero and then got ran all over. He might have might not have been that aggressive to go out and get those guys, but he did because they're in the spots to win it now. We haven't been, and I want to blame that on the the quarterback position, which he's been so gun shy to pull the trigger and get somebody good. Um, you know, we we thought Philip Rivers was going to be the guy. He was a stopgap. He didn't want Carson once. That's noted. Right, kind of went to bat for him, and that didn't work out as well as we hoped. And then we thought Matt Ryan was the guy. Turn out not to be right. You know, I think Bellard's a hell of a talent evaluator uh, for every position besides edge rusher and quarterback. Yeah. I just, you know, we I don't, don't know. have he... a great edge rusher right now. And we don't have a quarterback, two of the most important positions on the field. And I think if you were to put, I mean, uh, I can't even think, uh, a Jimmy G. Maybe more serviceable than a Matt Ryan at this point. I don't. Yeah, I disagree with that. His offensive line is tremendously better. That's true. Um, plays a lot better um, than that. But, I wouldn't say his weapons are well. Now his weapons are with. And I do blame uh, Ballard for for the offensive line. We should have Charles Leno on our team instead of getting Eric Fisher last year. That was probably one of the most egregious things he's done as a general manager. Um, but considering this year, I don't know what better options there were out there that you wouldn't have had. There was a lot of tackles. I mean, Turner Armstead. If we, if we would have got Turner Armstead, you know, he would have been should. costly, but man. That's the difference though right now. Yeah. That's the difference right now. Yeah. Matt Ryan, I don't have the stats in front of me, but uh, most of the time he's getting his shit rocked it's from his blind side, all right, which is that left tackle position. You had to. Well, then how that Matt Pirates there half the time. Right, right. You know, it, the his this is the thing that drives me fucking nuts is that Ballard's uh, way of dealing with Anthony Costanza's retirement is Sam Tevy uh, beat up Eric Fisher, who the Chiefs didn't want. So you're going to take their sloppy seconds 
and then Matt Pryor. You know what I mean? Like you had you, Teron Armstead. You have to. You if you're if you're selling this thing as a win now team, you had to go out there and make some kind of valiant effort. I don't care what it was, right? I don't care what it was. You have to. Your offensive line is your most coveted thing. It, you're, you, you preach the trenches. You preach a stout run game. It, it all starts with that offensive line. And, and to be it, fair to him, though, last year we had that. We had, everything looked good. It, it, everything did not look as bleak as it did this year. Yeah, but then we, we had our backups, though. We had Glowinski. We had Reed. We had those death positions. He's just like, ah, yeah. eh, we don't need him anymore. And that's what, that's what drives me nuts, too, is those are guys, too, with chemistry. Uh, with the line and maybe people you could bounce around, you know, in between and try some like talented, better, like decent veteran guys. Is it no Reed one saw... sitting down right? Like, isn't he like a backup in New York or something like that right now? Or Glowinski? One of them is like a backup. backup right now. He's a backup right now. Like, this is a guy we can happily use at right guard or something that would just give Matt Ryan an extra ounce of protection. This dude, his, I mean, his receivers aren't getting open. And that's what driving me nuts too, is people like, oh, he's holding on to the ball too long. His offensive line is fucking him up. And some of his receivers are not getting open. And then when he throws contested catches, everyone's like, wow, Matt Ryan, why'd you throw that? You know, he's in a no win situation. It's just. No one saw Ryan Kelly's regression coming at all. Like he looks bad. Not even just, he looks bad. Brayden Smith's not who he used to be last year. I mean, the, the, the pieces, I believe, aren't playing up to what we thought that they were. Going into the season, we all thought the offense, I thought the offensive line was regressing, but I didn't think it regressed this bad. I knew left tackle was going to be a problem. I, I stated it countless times before. You did. You sure did. But I thought Ryan Kelly would be playing a hell of a lot better. I thought Brains would be playing a hell of a lot better. And I thought Q being there could help out that left tackle as long as Kelly and Smith could hold up their end of the bargain, which they're not. And I can't put that on Ballard as much as you are because I feel like his players are failing him more than he's failed putting a good team together. I have. Quinn's not playing like he normally does. He's he's good. He He's not the world beater that he is. He's still a good left guard playing top five right now. But that doesn't help hide what's happening with every other position on the field, uh, on the offensive line. No, I, I don't know. I, I just, it, he, he, a couple years ago, he, my big thing is he, a couple years ago, even not knowing like what this was going to be, even not knowing what this line was going to be, he preached depth, having yeah. depth, having solid backups. If you have a, a, a plethora of talented backup offensive linemen, you, you can sit a guy like Braden Smith and be like, you better get your fucking shit together. If we, if, I mean, it's so, it's so sad that we're screwed if we have Braden Smith in there and then we're, we're even more screwed if, if it's somehow even worse than when we pull him out. And, and it, I don't want to knock Braden Smith because he's played very well the last two games. He's played a lot better. These he's getting better. Sure. Um, and again, man, you know, Braden Smith got paid. Quentin Nelson got paid. You can't sink as much money into the O-line as we could before because they were young and they were on those rookie contracts. So we could have higher paid backups, better backups, because, you know, now the offensive line is a third of our, of our cap. Damn near. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a lot. And we can't have those expensive backups anymore because our starters are paid extremely well. 
And that's just, that's, that's the burden that a lot of teams have to play with. So you can't really say, give that as an excuse, but it is. If, if those expensive pieces aren't pulling their weight, it's like, it just it's sunk in money, man. It really is. It's, I don't know. It's so difficult. It's, I just, I just feel like this team is always missing something every year. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's, that's where I point to Ballard at. But I, think about it this way. I mean, with our awful offensive line, our hurt old quarterback, we still came within one point, a missed field goal from beating the hottest team in the NFL. I know. I just, I, I, I know you're trying to sell me on a moral victory, my friend. And I just, I can't take it. I think about it. Hey, if this, if we keep the core of this team, the good parts of this team, and we got a, a rookie quarterback with a big ass arm. I think it's more than that right now. As a limit. I think it's more than that. We need right a left now. tackle and we need a quarterback. That's it. And I'm not I'm like, a, and I'm not and, a healthy equity pay. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's more than that though. I just, what would you do to fix the culture right now? Oh you, got, God. you got five pieces. What do you do? Five pieces? Mm-hmm. Five five moves you can make. Five things you can do to fix the cult. I mean, Braden Smith and Kelly, see what you can get for him. That's that's important for me. Um as far as quarterback goes, I'm less and less comfortable with with what is out there as far as draft. Getting a little less and less comfortable. Hendon Hooker just towards ACL. That's not really a great right, thing. Um, he was a guy that you spoke up highly about. Love him. Uh, Will Levis, uh, not great. All right. He's hit, playing in a very similar situation to what the Colts have right now, and he's not doing great with it. I mean, it's Stroud and maybe one other dude, and that's tough. I mean, that's, that's tough to get. It, it's just... I'd have to really sit down and think, but basically for me, and I, I know I've been saying this, is this, this is what year five of Ballard. I think he started in 2017. I think it was his first draft. If this is what the, the overall foundation of the team looks like, and, and the Andrew Luck excuse is out the window. I don't want to hear it anymore. This is what it looks like after five years. Just it, the, the, the foundation is crumbling, especially your offense. Um, I don't really know if I want to see a year six. I don't. He had seven pro bowlers last year. I know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Pro well, first and foremost, pro bowling is a popularity vote. It is. Uh, it is true. But uh, a, these guys are playing well. They're playing That's well. That's why they're voted. Yes. Yeah, Wendy's so not we a have, popular hotbed. People so what do we have? We have a bunch of individuals. Is this a team or is this a bunch of individuals? That's hey, another man, question. He puts the talent together. That's what he does. He's a great draft. He's great at drafting. Is he not? There's, there aren't five better draft uh, drafters, drafting GMs than Chris Ballard. There's not. No, but there's been other people who have been able to manipulate things and find success, whether short term, short, short term or long term. Um, I know the Rams are going through something right now, but hey, they have a Super Bowl ring that's very fresh. Quarterback, huh? They also had a quarterback. I know, but they made moves. They sacrificed. They sacrificed. They made things happen. You know what I mean? Now they're now they're screwed for the next five years with no number one picks. They got a ring though, and that's honestly, I would I would have sacrificed some things for a ring. 
I honestly um, would have. I mean, you would have, right? I mean, wouldn't it have been nice to throw a Super Bowl, another Super Bowl ring in front of in people's faces? What a Bills fans' faces? They're gonna they're gonna be with they have that Super Bowl ring. They they do. You can't take that away from them. But look at what they've got now, and they've got no pieces to get better. They've got no number one picks until what twenty nineteen or twenty twenty nine. They sold out. I mean, I get it. They sold yeah. out. But I, and, I again, I think that's what Ballard was trying not to do, like leverage the farm, and then just be like, because if it didn't hit, if the Rams didn't win that Super Bowl last year, and Matt Stafford was just good last year, was like a Carson Wentz last year, and they paid all those picks for him, and then had this year how he's having now, it's like the Broncos sold out trying to get uh, Russell Wilson. Look how that's helping them. You know, right. it's it's a catch twenty two. Yeah, Ballard would Ballard would be run out of town if he would have. Got all those picks for sent all those picks for Russell Wilson, Probably. and he's playing like he is in Denver. Oh, he definitely would have, but he's also about to get run out of town too for not being a yeah. little more aggressive, and that's the issue. That is the that is the big problem right now with Chris Ballard. Is it's it's he's right in the middle, right? He's not a big risk taker. He hasn't really he hasn't really shown a massive amount of moxie to go take a risk. I don't think. No, at least not from my position. Safe. He's been, but in, in, he's too safe. He's too safe. Like people call him bargain bin Ballard. And I'm kind of in agreement. I just, I feel like a GM with as much pedigree and as much hype um, as he, you know, at least he could have developed a team that could be AFC South champ, have at least one AFC South title in the last five years, at least one. But we, there's always something going on. Oh, somebody gets injured and we don't have a quality depth piece to go for it. I just, it's one or the other. I mean, I look at the bills, you know what I mean? I fucking hate the bills. I hate them with every fiber of my fucking being. I hate waking up every morning in Buffalo and having to hear these dirt, dirt bills, mafia people be like, yeah, dirt, the bills. But you know what? They're Gia in the, in the, in the time that again, they got their quarterback in 2018. I get it, whatever. But he, even the roster, like you could plug in a case Keenum or a decent backup quarterback and the team is get mostly fine you know what i mean it, it this is this is my issue cincinnati uh, i don't know about that man you take josh allen off the bills he comes for like what 98 he sucks too he's throwing line drive interceptions fuck him he's yeah. trash um the cincinnati bengals like tanked rebuilt and won an afc championship in the time that ballard has is is been gm and then that's like won the but, won they, the but they got their quarterback they had an awful offensive line. Their quarterback massive. They got the quarterback and their wide receiver. I know, but that's the thing, though. Like, like Ballard has not like his efforts have been dog shit. No, um, don't say it. Come on, you know, not dog shit. Look at the teams he put together. Po- Post Philip Rivers has been all bad. It's been all bad. All right, sorry. Because of what? The quarterback position. That's yeah. it. Every team that you just named has a stud quarterback. We don't. That's what we're missing. Unfortunately, we haven't been in the position to get one. When do they trade for DeForest Buckner? Was it 2020? We had luck at that time. No, we didn't. Not in 2020. No, I'm sorry. Well, we thought we had luck. No, we thought we had him in 2019. I'm sure? thinking, yeah, 2019, he retired before then. Um, 2020, we signed Phil, which I'm grateful for, and uh, sent that first. So that's what it was. We had. We we got we just got Philip Rivers, and then yeah. we got Buckner. Because we could trade it up for Herbert, and so the Chargers got him. I would die, but for Justin Herbert, we wouldn't have right been now. able to. We would have had a mortgage, everything, for either Tua, who was picked five, 
or uh, ah, you could have skipped ahead. Uh, they had to go to four from 13 to four. Instead, we had Phil Rivers, who you thought was going to be good, and he was. He was great. No, what I'm saying, as far there. as getting my young guy, getting my young guy, right? Getting the make it making something happen for that young guy to get. But there, there was what back three? Then, would you want to mortgage the future for Tua or Justin Herbert, not knowing who they were going to be? Herbert or Tua had the injury issues. Herbert would, was Herbert was. Eh. Coming out of college, he wasn't great. He was eh. no one thought he was going to be. I know, but that's that's what this upcoming draft class is mostly, though, my man. You know what I mean? But you don't like want to mortgage the, the future for that. You don't want to mortgage the future for that. <laughs> We're going to have to this year. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> We're, I, that's why I want to tank. I want to tank. I don't want to have to give up extra picks to move up. I want to tank so we have like a top seven pick, and then we can we can use that on a Levis. Where if he doesn't hit, then okay, well, you know what? It was one draft pick. If we dra- move up, give like two ones, two twos to move up from like 13 to four, and that guy ends up tanking, then we're screwed. We're in freaking Denver Bronco territory now. I got to look at this, this risk draft. assessment, man. Risk assessment. Let Will Levis fall into our laps, and I'm good. Draft him. If he doesn't pan out, all right. But look at the Jets. I mean, now they're they've got a great team with an awful quarterback. Yeah, as they're trading up for another awful quarterback with Sam Darnold the year like two years before, it's just it's awful to like you know give your entire future for a, a question mark. So let that question mark fall into your lap. So that's why you tank. That's why you tank. It's just so gross, though. I don't know. I don't know. You looking up at that draft class, that Justin Herbert draft class? Yeah, they could have moved up. Detroit, <laughs> New York. <laughs> How many draft picks would it taken? I don't know. A lot. Hindsight being twenty twenty, probably not many, but to go from thirteen to like four, three or four. Yeah, you're talking about at least two ones, two twos, probably even more. I don't know. Think All about I'm how much is... the, the Jets gave us to move from, <laughs> was it like six to three or five to three? Yeah. Yeah. You probably got to, I mean, it could have been, I don't know. It might have cost us a Quentin Nelson or something. I don't know. Cornerback. I I, I don't know, but I, I tell you this. I'd rather have a, I'd rather have my Justin, I'd rather have a Justin Herbert than a Defoe right now, as far as knowing what my offense could be. Personally. But Personally. you're not knowing if Justin's going to be Justin or if Justin's going to be Josh Rosen, right? Who they looked similar coming out of high, or coming out of college. They did. Yeah, I mean, it's just that's it's the uncertainty of the NFL draft. Always, always, always. always. I mean, Baker, right? Yeah, first overall pick, not good. Josh, Lamar, Lamar, thirty first, thirty second overall in the first Only round, one of an MVP. Yep. And he also went to a good team, you know? That's what I'm saying. If we can have one of those guys. It's another team. Jesus Christ. The Ravens shit the bed and then fucking found quarterback. Uh, Quarterback, man. uh, But you want to know what? Even their fans are are shitting and they want Harbaugh gone. And, you know, oh, we can't pay Lamar that much because he's going to get hurt. Like. Every team besides the Chiefs right now 
uh, aren't comfortable. Even Bill's players division. were talking about shit about Josh Allen and how he needs to be less risky. And oh man, I wish he was more like Mo- it, every team is going through this because they're not they're not winning. It's just it, it sucks. But not everyone can be a Super Bowl winner, Super Bowl contender all the time. And I'd rather have a good team with a smart GM who wants to build and then hopefully get our guy instead of, hey, all right, I want to throw all these picks at you. Let me draft the move on up into the draft and, and hopefully get someone that could hopefully be good. It's just I think Chris Ballard's taking a lot more heat than he deserves at this time. My, my promise past- is how arrogant he is. The way he talks down to people. Yeah. Oh, he, he's definitely a cocky. He's son of a smug bitch. as fuck. And that's yeah. what makes it like extra. Like, I just want to see this guy get like punched in the mouth. Not like literally, but figurative. Maybe literally. But well, figuratively. He's a little pissed off to you about what's happening. Oh, well, he should be. He like, should he be. Ursay meddling and right. let him hire his own coach. And that, that's, that's another thing, too, that we got to talk about. Um, because it, my thing is, is that everybody is taking heat, losing jobs because of his roster building philosophy, right? May, you know, I just doing some more thinking. Was I pissed at Frank Reich for his his his, his derp face and it just 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 non emotion? A hundred percent. But Frank Reich is also out of a job right now for a for a team that Chris Ballard gave him. All right, with or without his approval, I'm sure there's discussions that happen with every draft pick, every trade, every Carson you know something Wentz. or other. Uh-huh. Right, I know, but everybody else is taking the heat for it, except like legitimately taking the heat for it, except Chris Ballard. Chris is taking a lot of heat. He's yes, but he is still has a job, and that's because he's done a good job. <laughs> he has, he has. I know you're not happy with the team now, but before the season started, what did you think of our team? I thought on paper they were good. Yeah. we. I still think on paper we're good. I thought they were all right. I thought they were all right. We had some convincing. No, no, no. You messaged me a couple times. You happy with free agency? No, I remember that when fucking Stephon yeah. Gilmore got signed. Yeah. I was yeah like, oh, we got Stephon Gilmore. I was like, all right. Our, our all right. defense is playing lights out right now. There's one part of our team that's not playing up to what we thought they would be, besides me, because I said it beforehand. And that's what's stopping everything. But yet, Chris Ballard should be out of a job. He put that defense together too, and they're balling right now yeah. without Shaq Leonard. Yeah, our wide receivers. Oh, we had no good wide receivers. Oh, you know Chris Ballard should go go out and get Julio Jones, who's awful right now. Don't look at me. You no, know, he, he should go out and get this guy. This guy. No, no. Pierce Campbell Pittman, uh, pretty damn good when they get time to to catch the ball. Yeah. Are they not? Yeah. Jonathan Taylor, second round pick. I know Ursa had a kind of quote calls from, hey, go get your guy. Go get your guy. He went up and got his guy. Turned out to be a pretty good idea. Ballard is good at his job. Unfortunately, the team's not playing well because of the offensive line. And that's why he should have went and got Charles Leno two years ago instead of Eric Fisher. And everything would be just peachy keen. Not one issue. But because the offensive line is underplaying, Heat's on Ballard. Heat was on Reich. All because of the offensive line. That's it. Yeah. You're probably, you, you might be right. You're probably Don't say right. probably. Don't say might be. You know, <laughs> damn well I'm right. Have, if the offensive line was playing like they did two years ago, 
Last year, I saw the regression. If we saw it two years ago, this team would be maybe have two losses right now. Maybe two. That Jacksonville game, which is stupid. And I don't know. Maybe, maybe the Eagles yesterday. That's it. Yeah. God damn. Right? God damn. We uh, have a good I gotta be mad at somebody. Base. Exactly. And that's it. You, someone has to be the target. It was Frank Reich. He's not there anymore. Now it has to be Ballard. That's just how Colts Nation's feeling. So it's got, we got to blame somebody. Right, we'll, we'll blame Matt Ryan. He's fumbling and throwing picks. All right. He's not in the game anymore. Sam Ellinger is. Oh, Frank Reich. You're an awful coach. No, you got to go. You got to go. They're not responding to you. All right. Frank Reich's gone. Who else? We just want blood, man. We just want blood. That's it, man. And we came within one point of beating the NFC top team in the NFC. One point. I say we give Bernard Ryman uh, his licks. Let him continue out the season. He's a rookie. He's he's still learning. If he shows any promise at all, great, cool. If not, let's get some left tackle, a, a proven vet left tackle. Let's get us a, a rookie quarterback. Keep Matt Ryan on. You know, try to patch up that line when he can. Um, have Matt Ryan teach this rookie. Hopefully next year we can make some more noise. If not, well, Matt Ryan's gone. Let's get Will Levis some reps and kick some ass from there. Yeah. We do have more stuff to talk about, though, aside from being angry uh, every week. Well, there's more anger. Um, I did say before the show, or at the top of this episode, about uh, your comments about Jim Irsay starting to feel more and more like a Jerry Jones type. Uh, and it has resonated with me. It has like, been like just poop sitting in your intestines. It has resonated with me. It's kind of made me angry because people are starting to connect dots and stuff now. And uh, and I'm I'm wondering if Ursay is – I wonder if he sabotaged Frank a little bit. Because it's weird how as soon as Frank got fired, Matty Ice was all ready to go. And apparently there were some comments too. Uh, we all watched Nick Sirianni's post-game press conference. And he said he had some words with Quentin and a lot of the guys that he was around for. And he seemed very fiery, very passionate. I don't blame him. Um, I don't blame him for feeling the way that he did. But uh, it it really makes me wonder if a lot of these guys are going to want to be here next year. Um, I I think that Ursay has lost his mind a little bit. I mean, we wanted to see him step up and, and step in and, and and mix some things up. But I get it. Good guy, Frank Reich. I was not happy with the play calling, but I just, this, the team is just a muddled, muddled mess. And to see how excited Sirianni was about beating Indy yesterday, it really put the whole state of the franchise for me in, in perspective as far as where we are, um, what we look like to everybody else. I don't know if you felt this way too, but Sirianni has traditionally been a good dude. I believe he's a good dude. Um, and to kind of hear his limited thoughts and hear the emotion in his voice um, and, and everything else, it was 
kind of a gut punch as far as uh, how far like this team's just standards have fallen. So you mean, you know, firing a good coach during a bad season and then hiring a a guy who coached high school football wasn't a good idea. I wanted right gone, but (laughs) I'm never going to change that. Okay. I wanted to win a Lombardi with him. He shit the bed. We're just talking in circles, but yes, that's what I'm saying. Like we're just looking for something to blame. Again, I don't. I think it's on the players. I think it's the players' fault. They let them down. They have nobody to blame but themselves. I'm debating right now between when I go giving putting Chris Ballard in the 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 world famous Obama like uh, colorized poster that says hope and it to say clown with a clown nose over it, or if or they can set, make it a sign that said hey, if you wanted Frank Reich to stay, you should have played better for him. I don't know. Whichever gets me on TV, but because I'm a glutton for attention, as we all know, um, I just I'm just debating that, you know. I just it starts at the you know it's it, it start at the top or does it start at the bottom? I think it starts at the tippy top, man. I Ursay, I blame Ursay for a lot of this. Sam should have never been starting games. We know this. Yeah. Ellen Gerber, he was not ready. He was, I don't know if he was forced onto us. You know, if Matt Ryan was legitimately injured, which I 100% think he was, you know, he's not one to, to fake it or whatnot. No. Nick Foles should have been starting. That is, that's easy. Should have been Nick Foles, not Ellen Um, And I, I don't think that was Frank's decision. And then to fire that guy and then let Matt Ryan, you know, after telling him, oh, you know, he's going to be the starter for the rest of the season. That wasn't Frank. That was Ursay. Um, and then having Matt Ryan come back and get a nice dub against the Raiders. Again, play well yesterday in spurts uh, against the, the Eagles. But, man, what a joke we've become because of Ursay and his wins. Even, you know, if, if it was up to Frank, we'd be rolling with Wentz again this year. Probably. Ursay, well, gone. He's gone. Who That's knows if that point. would have helped? with some kind of uh, just camaraderie wise or just continuing, just having that, that same quarterback two years in a row would have been great, but no, I, I know a lot of players weren't happy about that when he got shipped away. No, I'm starting to. And maybe what Jersey is doing that right. offensive line too. And so instead of trying to go out and spend capital on, on trying to get Matt Ryan. Well, we I thought they ate. Oh, we go, what do we trade a third? And they they still ate his 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 uh I think Atlanta still ate his salary. Carson had a, a big bonus coming. I think he cost more than Matt cost a lot more than Matt Ryan would have this year. I think that's why a big reason why people but I I think Ursay is uh should definitely turn off Twitter for a while. It it seems that this year and listen, I'm just as guilty as anybody, but Ursay is following. I, 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 he's listening to the fans a lot more so than I think he's trusting in himself and his maybe his team. Because I feel like every time that Colts fans, and again, I'm just as guilty, but they've clamored and clamored and clamored for something to happen. It just magically pops up. It magically happens, right? We all went on the uh, the 
A lot of people went on the Rodrigo Blankenship fire train. I was part of it because I was sick of his shit and his stupid fucking Legos and his dorky glasses. He got fired. All right. Um, There was a large, when Matt Ryan got benched, there was a large and very loud amount of people asking for Matt Ryan to get benched, saying how he washed he is. All right. He's got a shoulder injury and he's going away. The right thing. People have been begging for weeks and weeks and weeks about that. Weeks. Even probably dating back to last year. He did it. Uh, Brady, you know, Marcus Brady. Uh, eh, nobody really cared about Marcus Brady. He was just kind of there. Uh, <laughs> but there was just, it seems like he's, and that's no offense to him, but it's just his existence in Colts lore is very forgettable. Um, I, is it Ursay doing this for clout? He just, I don't think he's the football mind that he thinks he is. And he likes to impose upon people. You know, we all, but I, I was hyped up for the Jeff Saturday thing. And I don't think it's over. I, I think there's some growth to be there. I'm not going to let, uh, you know, one loss like that define Jeff Saturday's tenure. It's, I don't know. it's, that's not on him. He's inheriting a, 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 pile of trash and he's trying to tune it up a little bit but i i don't know ursay just to me right now just comes off like a businessman he comes off with what is best for him his company's money um you know what i mean he's been doing this all year long he's been doing this all year long barely lightly hyping up games of course he wants people in the door but talking about the concessions that are being sold in various areas. That's not his job. That's not his job. It shouldn't be. Um, that's like Colts events, Twitter's like job. He just, uh, he doesn't seem like he just, he's invested anymore. Like he's just mentally taxed out. He's been doing this for a long time. He's been a part of it since he was a boy. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how much he. You're shaking your head. I'm in trouble. I feel like he's I just, too invested in it. Get him out of there. Just go. Go away to like Boca or something. Well, he, he's invested in all the worst ways. Just like he's, yeah. Let let the people that you hire do their job. That's what I don't like. I'm pretty sure he'll be down on the sideline helping Saturday call plays soon enough. Scary thought. Scary thought. Um, but yeah, and. I don't know what what's gonna happen. Just uh it's not a fun feeling when the national like just and I hate I hate the media as it is, period, but when everybody just kind of looks at you and your team as just trash and a joke. It's not a fun I don't know. feeling. I felt like a, I think Saturday earned a lot of respect, you know, beating the Raiders, coming within one point of being the Eagles. Uh, again, we weren't supposed to win that game. And we damn near did. So I I feel a lot more. You feel you sound a lot more depressed and down in the dumps about this than I am. It was a bad loss because of the way that we lost. But looking that's at why it, I just I'm just it, we've had so many of those. I just I hate have, it. I hate the feel. I hate I hate that our team has not been able to close games properly in the last. Well, okay, with the exception of a couple comeback, you know, come from behind victories, game winning tries, but for the most part, has not been able to close games against good teams over the last five seasons. That's what bothers me. That's what bothers me is that we're supposed to be there. We're supposed to be good. And four seasons. Huh? Four seasons. This is, this is the fifth one. This is the fifth one. What do you mean? We, uh, Phillip? 
No, I mean even even with like luck, like a no with luck, we were it, that it last year. That last year, there the was shoulder injury. As soon as he started coming back from the shoulder, no, we were rolling. That, by the end we, of that we went, thing, oh, we started off one of five. We lost to like the Eagles and stuff, and it was yeah, opportunity to win the man. division. We remember we had to win the game to go into the playoffs against Tennessee. We smoked them. Yeah, oh, we did that. We did just enough to get in. But you know what I mean? Like like good teams that we needed to beat to get, you know, to win the AFC South. Like we struggle with that shit. And it's been like that for five. Like this is the fifth season that's happened. And that's what bothers me so much is that we talk about the, the, um, oh God, what the hell did he call it? The, 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 the quartile, the upper quartiles and this and that. But you, you're, you're, you're not winning when it counts and when it matters. This this football is all is all about winning and accolades and accomplishments and, and and whatnot. Like winning when it counts, winning titles, winning championships, conference championships, divisions, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's not about in, you know individual stats are cool and all, but it, we just the, Indy just hangs her hat on the stupidest shit. I, I I think sometimes like the the most meaningless shit. I see what they post on like the social media page. And what they're like super proud of, and I, I they're trying to get people excited by just like they have to. That's their job. They gotta <laughs> get people. Hey, you got nothing. But this is Jimmers. Jimmers is like retweeting it. Like, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Get sick catch from it. Kyle and Granson that went nowhere after that. Yeah, mm. yeah, brother. <laughs> you know, it's like we're gonna sit there like, oh, well, Colts lost again. You know, it's it's social media's job to to kind of pump. Pump up the fan base, get it going, and give you something. I I wish the team was giving us something to be positive about. You can't blame like, social media and uh, the Colts Twitter. Nah, blame the team. We just see not. through it. I just I, I feel like us fans just see through it, and it's just like it comes off just so bad. I know it's their job, but it just it just comes off just terrible, like terribly timed. You know, like Jim Mercer said, yeah, congrats, head uh, offensive coordinator Nick Sirianni on your uh, for former offensive coordinator Nick. Jim, he literally fucking hates you. Like you just, you just rolled over, belly up, just you just walked in and just fucked you in the ass. Basically, just fucked you, just stuck it in there, long dick style. And you're like, yeah, good win to our former offensive coordinator, Nick Sirianni. No, be mad, you bitch. <laughs> he can't be mad. He's a billionaire. What's he got to be mad about? Yeah, my team lost. He still got billions of dollars. I mean, I guess I don't know anymore. I really don't. I just fucking say it all the time. All the time. <laughs> you need some sun in your life. My goodness. My hey, we're pasty. tanking, buddy. We're tanking. Get on the get on the tank train. At least we're competitive tanking. I'd rather lose. I want to lose every game like we did yesterday. I'd love it. Except when I go. Except when we I might go. To, we, have, we might have to lose that one, too. We probably just will by default, but I don't know. The, we, two teams who can't fucking hold on to a lead to save their life, and I paid $1,500 to see them. What the <laughs> fuck? This is about to be the abortion bowl. I can't wait. I can't believe I I, I could have had a PS5, and instead for, for my you birthday. Had two of those bitches. <laughs> instead for my my for. for my birthday and Christmas, I asked for goddamn Colts tickets. I hate myself. <laughs> Why do I do this? 
you, you should have got that PS5 because God of War Ragnarok is incredible. I'm hearing good things. I'm hearing good things. <laughs> You'll have a great time in Indy. I and know. once you get there, it'll be like, oh, who cares? The, team, the team's lost. It's your team. And again, tanking. If we can somehow get uh we're not gonna get CJ Stroud. I think we're I think we're out of out of no. for that one. I don't even know if I want him. Ohio State, I don't care. Um Justin Fields is balling right now, okay? I don't want to hear it. Huh? Justin yeah, Fields. Now he's is hurt. Balling. Now he's hurt. Yeah, that that day to day. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Way to justify it. <laughs> uh we've ranted quite a bit today. Uh it seems to be a common uh thread going on but uh i mean brandon are you, are you all ranted out or are you all rogers ranted out i i don't have a rogers rant i do have a story to tell though please please have a story to tell. i need this so yesterday i went over to uh fatso's my local watering hole I had a great time with friends and family watching the games you know definitely thought the Colts were gonna win at the end they ended up not <sighs> i Partuck. Uh, my sister-in-law was in from Kansas. Uh, we're waiting for my brother to get here on Tuesday. So, uh, you know, she's getting shots. My father-in-law is there. He's buying shots. My dad bought shots. We're having pictures of beer and whatnot. I was feeling pretty good. You know, I come back home a little angry. You know, a little someone from the game just angry, bitter about the Colts loss. So I was mouthing off my wife a bit. I don't I don't do that. I, I'm not proud of what I'm saying, but I mouth off my wife a little bit, you know, just I, I walked out and she gave me a dirty look. I don't I don't get it, but I had I, to, you know, let her know who's boss. She starts mouthing back off to me. Like, wait a second. I pay the bills. I wear the pants. You listen to me, woman. No, she's still mouthing off to me. So, you know, me, I raised my hand. And I, I took a swing at her. I had to take a swing at my wife. So I'm not, I'm again, I'm not, I'm not proud of what I said, but I did it. I took a swing at my wife. Jesus Christ, Jim Don't Kelly. You know that she ducked. I missed. I swung around and I hit myself in the face. <laughs> I hit myself in the face. And then she whooped my ass. Because damn it, I'm a Colts fan. I can't beat nobody. But myself. <laughs> I'm nominating you for Cold Super Fan of 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, I don't know. Make you laugh. I don't know what I'd do without you. Uh, for this show, I'd lose my mind. Thank you for that. Um... Monday Night Football this week? Yeah, Steelers. Steelers, team that the Colts have not defeated since 2008. Um, It has been a long, long, long time. Can they flex Monday Night Football games or no? Because they should. (laughs) Except the Colts and Chargers game. I do not want that to move to Christmas. Um, But they probably should move that one. I can't believe it. No. They they can't do Monday Night, just Sundays. Is always that how it is? Yeah, just Sunday night. I don't know what the contract was. Okay, we're good. Um, I I think I work that I might work that day. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> if we'll it's see. not, pick up a shift. <laughs> I might have to. Uh yeah. So, so we have a chance. I mean, 
Pittsburgh's pretty bad, but they can get some things going. I uh, TJ Watt. I know on Braden Smith or Ryman. He's gonna go to Ryman. He's gonna. Oh just, my god, it's gonna be awful. It's gonna be really, really bad. Uh, not looking forward to that shit show. But um, but yeah, that's we we have to look forward to. So I can't wait. Uh, nothing like possibly most likely getting embarrassed on national television on a Monday night. Really, really kick off uh the the work week truly um in spectacular Colts fashion as uh as they love to do um I don't know maybe someday we'll be good again I don't know I I don't know I just don't know now I feel drunk um (laughs) fuck me uh that's all I got listeners this is just it's sad it's sad this is real sad all right, Brandon fucking punched himself in the face. I, I <laughs> yell at people at work because of how bad the Colts are. Um, hey, we're just a little bit af- over halfway through the season. So it's only up from here. Who would be your team MVP at this point? Oh, man. That's what I thought. Mm. <laughs> Probably Buckner or Zaire. No. Grover Stewart's in playing. As I say, Grover Stewart. Zaire, Zaire. No, he turned his back to Jalen Hurts. Uh, yeah, that penalty killed yesterday. Oh, my God. That penalty, and then he just looked the other way when. when Gilmore? Gilmore, good. I like nah, that, that. That commander's game, though. He left that big, long pass. To yeah. Yeah. God. All right. Thanks so much, yep. everybody, for tuning in. Uh, we'll talk to you next week right here on Colts Fans. Don't beat your wife. In Bill's land. Yay.